you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi guys, welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. It's Cheyenne. I'm going to give a disclaimer right now. I have a cough, okay? It comes out of nowhere and it does weird shit. But that's my disclaimer for the whole episode. Maybe Travis could have edited out my cough in hindsight. Anyway, we are here. Don't face me. With the special guest. <laughs> Hi. I don't know where to look. Where you can look. To be honest, you can look at us. All these are cameras. Okay. Hello. But honestly, we this? usually just yeah. look at each other. Perfect. I look at the when camera. We, or look at the camera. You just like started like, hello, and I was like, where is she I look at that one. Where are you looking at? But yeah, Sometimes so I stare at these big white lights. <laughs> oh, don't ask me. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so our special guest's name is Jaira. Am I saying it? Yes, Jaira. Jaira. Is it biblical? It is biblical. Like Jehovah? Yeah, Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh. There's like that Told song. You. I'm sorry, I keep hitting you in your arm. I listened to the song on the way here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about <laughs> that song. Yeah, no, that's the song. And it was funny because I was at church one time and like the song played last. And you know like when you're at church and the last song that plays, they like, yes. oh, and Jireh, Jehovah Jireh. And they were talking about it for so long. And then they were like, okay, now introduce yourself to your neighbor. And I was like, trying to tell me through meeting you. No, You're like a lot. Yeah, a lot. I'm right a now. blessing. <laughs> I love it. I okay, so Jaira is our special guest. Jaira is a pageant queen. Is that is that yes. like a good yes. description? I never know. There's so many ways like beauty queen, pageant girl. What do you I prefer? What do you what would you call yourself? I would just say I'm a pageant girl. Pageant yeah, girl? pageant girl. You're not a pageant girl. You're a latest title. Miss Earth USA. Water. water, yes. And I'm trying to understand what why, they, water. why they did it like that. Why? Yeah, I was wondering what type of, yeah. So I'll explain. Okay, it's complicated. <laughs> so basically, there's an international pageant. So the Miss Earth USA system was invented to go to an international level. So you okay. go to Vietnam for like, oh my gosh, like five or six weeks, and you compete if you win Miss Earth USA, nothing. That's it, just Miss Earth USA. Okay. So there's elemental titles when you get to the international level. So this they crown fire. fire, water. It's like Avatar. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, ego. So, so it's like different the top elements. five courts. So everyone that's in the top so five, water. I'm water, which is the second runner-up, basically. And then first runner-up is air. Air? Oh, so I air. love it. She said it's, it's elements. Avatar. No, it's literally no, avatar. It's like the different elements, elements of, of, the, yeah. of the earth. And it works because, I mean, being in a, like in the top five in an international pageant or at a national pageant is like a really 
hard thing to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it's it's difficult. And so they want to acknowledge that, like, you are still totally valid in being who you are and, like, you are mm-hmm. re- going to be able to be, like, to represent the organization. And so they give you, like, your title to be a national representative for the organization. So you still get to continue all the work that you have with your environmental platforms and right. things like that. So oh, it's really nice. I it's really that. nice. Awesome. Okay, let's back <clears throat> up. Okay. When did you start pageants, or how old were you? Oh, I was 14, going on 15. I thought you were about to say four. I thought you were going to say four. four. Oh, wow. But I wish I started at four because I did watch Toddlers and Tiaras. I was like, I was about to ask you. You know what I'm talking about? They do the little faces and they have the flippers. I was obsessed with that show. They do because their teeth are all janked up. You know, y'all have kids. Y'all have kids. Y'all know how their teeth look. I was obsessed with Toddlers and Tiaras. I love such a fun show. I judged a pageant that was like a glitz pageant and I kid you not, the mom was on stage with her infant and like they had puppets in the background like ha 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 and like she was holding the baby up. It was so funny. That is crazy. That is I remember watching that show with you a lot. I was obsessed. Honestly, when Cheyenne had Ryder, I mentally prepared myself to to be be a pageant 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 aunt. Yeah. And I was going to be like, they'd be like, who's that emo, stoic woman in the corner and all black? Maybe I should put everybody in my family Mm -hmm. thought I was going to make Ryder like this pageant baby because I was Mm -hmm. obsessed with the show. That's so funny. Beyond obsessed. Do you still think about putting Ryder in a pageant? Writer, not um, laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Writer and pageant mix per se. Yeah. I think writer and like um, high action, like yeah. chasing <laughs> body. Like yes. you know, I don't really. I you yeah. don't see her up there. Did you I see do. her when she walked in New York Fashion Week? She was she- like. <laughs> she, 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 she asked the girl. She did not follow the rules at all. She made yeah. her own money. She did her own thing. She did her own thing. I don't know if I don't know if we're ready for pageant world yet. Maybe at fourteen. It. Yeah, fourteen is a good age. But I, I mean, see Ryder doing pageants. Yeah, I'll be the mom mm. in the back going crazy. Did no, you? You get invested. Like pageant moms are no joke. It's real yeah. deal. Like it's Ooh, like you're mom. doing the pageant. <laughs> Too. I understand that. When you were 14, was it something that was brought up to you? Was it something mm-hmm. that you researched and looked into and was like, hey, mom, this is something that I would love to do? Yeah, so how the, did that go? The first pageant I did was National American Miss, and they had a really mm-hmm. good like reference program. So someone that I knew had done a pageant oh, with okay. them, and they sent me this really official letter. I felt like a celebrity. They were like, we want you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I like, like, took my like, role. I was like, I'm ready. So I we went this. to like this casting call and they like interviewed us and everything and then they're like okay like you're good like you can come and do the pageant it was my first ever pageant I had no idea what I was doing I was like basically wearing a prom dress for like my evening gown Uh, yeah but it was so much fun like the friends I made and the experiences Mm -hmm. I had were just so one of a kind I was able to have so many like invaluable skills like mm-hmm. instilled in me yeah. that I didn't really realize I needed as a young woman growing up right, I was and so say. it was super super cool I was second runner up which was fun so I qualified to go to nationals and then I ended up winning like the whole national pageant which wow. was so crazy because it was like it was a surreal dream like it this was so exciting really that fast, was your, huh? and that was yeah. your first experience in my, a pageant yeah my first experience in a pageant and then I got to travel all over the United States like going to different state mm-hmm. pageants and that's when I um created my nonprofit, Stay Gorgeous Girls, because I wanted to just, 
I wanted to have a message when I was mm-hmm. going yeah. to these different states and meeting different people. Um, and that was super important to me because confidence was something that pageants gave me a lot of. So That was my other question. I was like, <clears throat> doing pageants, has it brought you so much confidence? Especially at 14. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an age where you're learning yourself. So for you to take that on is yeah. amazing. It was it was definitely challenging being, like, a 14-year-old girl. Like, I mean, yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, me. I just, I, it was nerve-wracking because, like, you kind of measure yourself, even before social media, because social media mm-hmm. wasn't really a thing back yeah. then. Like, right. no, people were posting, like, pictures of flowers on Instagram. Right. Like, with, like, oh, a I for really sure bad was. filter. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, like, on your Tumblr page. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was screenshots it. of, like, Pinterest and, like, posting them on Instagram. But, mm-hmm. so, but you measure people even still. Like, that was still a thing, like, in person even so it was almost even more intimidating Mm. but it was like when I realized that it doesn't really matter like who you're measured next to it's more Mm. about what you offer like you're in competition with yourself like you're not Mm. competing against these girls you're not like trying to be better than anyone else you're just trying to be the best version of yourself and whatever that looks like in whatever stage and area of life you're in Mm. and that like really really helped me to like understand like what it means to be confident because like if I'm putting out my best self like all the time then I'm gonna feel like my self-esteem is high I'm gonna feel good Mm. about myself and then additionally like I was able to practice something so much like you have to practice off stage all the time Mm. like or even now that I do swim like as a miss like you have to work out like all the time Mm -hmm. and like make sure you feel comfortable on stage and you're like swimsuit mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and so like all of those things additionally like having that structure and pouring your energy into things that you know you're good at or things that you're able to kind of excel in also additionally like helps Mm. me feel more confident too what's your talent so there's like (laughs) we were talking about this for a little bit you're like there's so many pageants so I did Miss America system for a really long time and then I switched into Miss Volunteer America and those pageants have talent Miss Volunteer America Mm -hmm. I know what is the difference between so this one doesn't have a talent portion I usually I worded that so well usually I say this pageant doesn't have talent but like I don't mean it that way like they don't have a talent competition Um, but when I do have a talent I sing so I sang and played the piano to like someone like you for a talent and then I just recently did the Miss Sweetheart pageant which is when I I don't even know how but I won overall talent which was crazy I was like not expecting that at all because girl you are good I'm like I was doing my research I feel like I couldn't even no see all these things so this is amazing no the girls are so good like there was like an opera singer like dancers doing like flips and stuff on stage like those (laughs) girls I love them they have my heart they're the sweetest girls ever it was the best pageant um but yeah I sang and it was super 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 fun do you sing the same song it depends. Like, when I was younger, I sang and played the piano at the same time, and then <clears throat> my coaches were like, it's a little distracting because we don't know if we're judging your piano skills or if we're oh, judging your singing your skills. Yeah. And so I switched after that to doing, like, pageant talent. Singing is, like, usually some, like, weird Broadway song. Yeah. Okay, I was going to ask, like, I was going to say, what is your song? What is your song? Yeah. That's not me. So, again, you got to be your authentic <laughs> self, and I just sing, like, whatever song I feel like, but I sing Rise Up by Andre Day, and it kind of changes. Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, you just need to pick a song that showcases your vocal abilities while still Mm. being able to have, like, a high note in a song or, like, a climax Mm. that's, like, oh, like... This like is that the part. Was, that was like, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's That's more like, like you can do the hand motions and you're like, oh, in a story. Oh, yeah. She's like, see her eyes go. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she said she 
Can we get some like, extra like clips of you singing? Maybe yes. that we can add up to our Instagram. I think that'd be great. In the pageant world, like there has to, for in my it's head, great. there has to be like an ultimate goal that every mm-hmm. pageant mm-hmm. person has. That they're like, this is the goal. This is how I know I have completed my pageant life and I yeah. did it. What is the goal? That's it's so different for everyone. I think most people like, want to be Miss Universe or want to be like mm. Miss Earth. Like you know, they're so different because like the highest mm. title you can win is Miss Earth. So no it's way. like if you start out, oh. your goal is to win. So you start out on a local level. It's like very small. So first you have a local title, state title, country, then overall, overall. all the countries like in, so, international and <clears throat> Miss Earth. So there's like Miss Globe versus Miss Miss Earth. Like Yeah, there's different so, so those are different systems. There's like okay. Miss United States system, Miss America, Miss yeah. Volunteer America, Miss Globe, Miss Earth, Miss So in so the one Miss. you're in, you're saying the highest title <laughs> you can Miss achieve Earth. is Miss Earth. Miss so that is usually people go in with that goal of I want to win Miss Earth. Miss Earth and yeah. it's crazy because if you go to even, like, the same is for Miss USA, like, the really popular one that, like, yeah. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you only get one try. Like, once you have mm-hmm. your state title and you go to Miss USA, if you don't win Miss USA, you can't go back and try again. Like, you're Why? done. That's it. Oh. Because, it, like, technically I think some states let you compete for another state, but once you're that title, you can never hold it again because it's just, oh. like, that's what this kind of, like, it's like here's your it. time. Because then it's, like, you how amazing it. is it that, like, on your first try, like, you were able mm. to just go and win, like, Miss Universe. That's why it's such a big deal because you can't go back, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime okay. opportunity, which I feel like puts that stake in it, and that's, like, usually the overarching goal. But I think for me... I really just enjoy performing. I enjoy being on stage. I enjoy making making new friends, meeting people. Like I swear I could go to any state now and I would have a friend there. Yeah, and I love I that. Like, that. like it's so fun. And it. also just it it allows me to have this great platform and this great like ability to be able to share like what I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and about my platform and different things like that. And so it's just really really cool that I'm able to do that. And so that's usually my goal is just to have fun and enjoy and my mom is like sometimes like okay but you can't always do the badges to have fun I'm like okay well yeah winning is cool too but (laughs) (laughs) don't win it's okay you know like it's okay so are you training right now for a pageant so no not right now I think I may or may be in a state of like uh, like retiring because if this is their you've got miss earth and it's this is the the second, the, the second, or like the mm-hmm. chapter, or like the organization you're in. Yeah. Can you go to another organization and like keep going on from there, or is it like, like what's the one that's popular? Miss USA, Miss USA, Miss, Miss USA. America. I would say Miss America just recently happened, and mm-hmm. they just crowned um, a new winner, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Um, but I, I am just trying to focus on more <clears throat> like different paths of life like I'm applying to medical school right now and so I have an interview another one on Tuesday so I like or Monday I need to like keep prepping for that and I'm gonna go to medical school in the fall so honestly like I really think that God kind of did exactly what he needed to do Mm -hmm. with me not like being Miss Earth USA because of the fact that it would be so difficult to then continue 
going to medical school and trying to figure out how to go to Vietnam for six weeks or yeah, whatever. Have you know, other missions. Yes. Other things exactly. that God has been for you. Exactly. So I think it worked out exactly how it was supposed to. And I'm really grateful for that because, like, science and medicine is, like, super my passion. Like, I love, I love learning. Like, I love lifelong learning. And I think that... I'm just excited to continue that path and see. Yeah. How did you balance school and pageant life? Because you've graduated from Biola. Biola. Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, you guys looked me up. <laughs> working on it. And I, I feel so like you were like, page and I was, I'm just oh, waiting wait. to get to that part. She's like, I'm waiting till we get all this other fancy stuff done know, so we get so to we the nitty gritty. <laughs> That's a pageant question, too. You're, like, like my pageant interviewer. They balance? ask that all the time. Um, I don't know sometimes. That's, like, the honest answer. I just do it. Like, you, I if you that. have a passion yeah. for something, like, you're going to make time for it. Like, yeah, that's how make I it feel. You're going to make it happen. And sometimes it's really hard. Like, you know, you cry in the shower. You, like, mm. you know, you do what you That never do. stops in life. But it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. like, We're it doesn't. still crying in the shower. <laughs> yeah, but I feel All the way like, to the shower. No. <laughs> in the when shower. get out of the shower. Drying myself. But it works out so well, like, because those are the things that I feel like are the most worth it at the end, you know, where you see, like, dang, like, I put all these pieces together, and even though, like, some of them were broken and some of them were lost, like, I figured out how to make it work, and so I think that's what I've been able to do. I'm also super schedule-oriented, like, I love Mm. a good planner, I love Mm. a good, like, highlighting, like, scratching out, doing all that, that really helps, yeah, I've been trying to tell the kids that I nanny, like, you gotta make a schedule, like, it's really helpful, like, time by time. (laughs) Do you think the training that you received from Pat in life has uh, to me it seems like it's obviously translated into like you. <laughs> your studies and just how you handle yourself and mm-hmm. handle your life for someone who wants to get into pageant world like what's a piece of advice either from the standpoint of a parent or mm-hmm. um the actual person or just like i know you have a sister so it's like yeah cheyenne had a moment where mm, not she wanted she was curious and was like i would like to do a pageant yeah. and it's just like what is the best way to either support a person or mm-hmm. get your foot in the door like yeah i say just start small kind of i mm-hmm. am the co-owner of like miss national american teen and collegiate oh, which is nice. a super small like national pageant but it's cool. good because you're able to kind of learn the basic skills of what it means to be in a pageant because there's a lot of aspects to it. You have evening gown, you have fun fashion sometimes, interviews, swimwear, or fitness competition mm-hmm. aspect. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there are a lot of moving parts, and it kind of hits you at it like with a, like a truck. You're like, oh, okay, like mm-hmm. I have a lot going on. So I think starting with a small system is best, one that outlines everything for you mm-hmm. to be able to stay organized with it, but also just like just Google, like, you know, what are close pageants nearby? And, like, kind of just start. Like, you learn by trial and error. Like, I told you my first pageant dress was, like, a prom dress. And now this last pageant dress that I had was, like, a beautiful, like, custom-made gown. So, like, you kind of, like, there's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, like, start small and not overwhelm yourself Mm -hmm. and just kind of look up pageants that are age-appropriate because there's so many pageants. Make sure you find one that fits your personality because Mm -hmm. each system's so different. Like, maybe you don't care about the environment and you don't, I mean... 
like that sounds bad, but <laughs> no, you know, it's but real. maybe no, you don't yeah. actually have an environmental cause or platform that you're passionate about. So then I don't recommend Miss Earth. Maybe you don't love like strutting down the stage like runway style. So then I wouldn't recommend UCI. Like maybe you don't have a talent, so don't do Miss America. So like just look up the systems where you your skills would shine best. Like if oh, you're good fuck. at interviewing, do a system that doesn't have a two minute interview. Do a system that has like a ten minute I interview like and has mm. a higher score. So you, you really know? have to make sure stepping yeah. into it that you're doing you your do research, research. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to see what you like you said what you shine at mm-hmm. yeah but like also that. start small like because a lot of girls confidence can be shot especially at a younger mm-hmm. age from doing a competitive like big national system so just start with a small pageant where the girls are going to be friendly it's everyone's first time nobody knows what they're doing yeah because that's so when it's so the same level yeah do you mentor or coach um people little, little people or ones who are looking to get into the pageant <laughs> world? i would for fun i love it my so the little girl that i used like they she was my first ever like na- like girl that i I nannied in Florida when I was living in Florida and I got her into pageants and oh, cool. her mom hates me and loves me for it because like <laughs> they're so invested like they showed up to the national pageant that we were just at because they have a junior system for this one as well so okay. but it's like a serious one too so like I would say totally recommend for juniors um, but you have to start working on an yeah. environmental cause with Ryder now. Yeah, oh you my should. God. Stop trying to groom my child. I mean, if you have an environmental cause. I the... do. It's Project Breathe, and yeah. it's about educating people on like simple ways they can kind of lower the negative effects of air pollution. And there's so many simple things that you can do, like having a plant in your house can really help with the leveling out the air pollution. Yeah. I thought it was really cool because I was looking at that Instagram and it was so cool just like you helping and cleaning just like out and and saying like Mm -hmm. it helps even when like the homeless and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. like just helping cleaning. And when you were giving out bags, everything was Sustainable, yeah. yeah. So that was my um, Think Local, Act Global project. Okay. And so basically I wanted to kind of tackle like air pollution but also homelessness because I was like, wow, LA has a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah. And those are some of the bigger ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so what I decided to do was look up a lot of biodegradable and sustainable alternatives to homeless people's needs like, like toothbrushes yeah um, I'm excited inside it's really oh, it was yeah. really cool to see because even the bags you gave to the homeless mm-hmm. you're like everything that I've given to the homeless mm-hmm. even if it's gonna even be left on littered, the street it's gonna be it's good gonna for degrade, yes. which is important because like a lot of the times like when and it sucks because like homelessness is such a big problem but it's like when you know the encampments are left behind or trash is left mm-hmm. behind like all of that is gonna be you know it's gonna contribute to air pollution right. it's gonna end up in a landfill in the wrong area or the wrong because it's not stored properly it's not put in the trash properly and so all of those fumes are being burned and then it's getting into our air and then it's just even a bigger amount of trash so then having something (laughs) that's biodegradable that doesn't even need to go in the trash incineration at all is like so helpful so hopefully that I mean it's so small like it seems so small but like it It still is it it makes a difference and that's what I always tell people like it doesn't matter how small like your impact is like it matters it still matters because other people see it and you know what they might decide to like hey like I'm gonna get on that I'm gonna buy some biodegradable stuff yeah Ryder definitely told me yesterday that we are not good people because (gasps) we don't recycle (laughs) and she was sitting there with this paper that she just 
took these scissors and cut into a million pieces. And I want to say, I'm not the good person. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you you're the one that paper. You just made the biggest mess. <laughs> and now you're coming at you're me that at me? we don't have a recycle bin. And, then, and I was so embarrassed because our house was at the moment getting cleaned and it's like a full team that comes in. It's like five people. And at that, and I want to say, why is everybody downstairs looking at me? It was like everybody for some reason was like Eyes in the you. downstairs area and Ryder's holding these scissors. There's paper everywhere. And she's like, Mom, we don't have a recycle bin. What kind of people are we? And I'm just like, okay, I'm but you shouldn't feel recycle bad, bin. though. You shouldn't feel bad because... A lot of people don't recycle right at all. Like a lot of the times you put your stuff in the recycle and it's not. So like it's you see this cup that I have, it has like the little okay, recycle symbol cup. on it mm-hmm. and it says a number inside. It says five. Yeah, mine says five. 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 Okay, so your shampoo bottle is a three and then something else could be a two. All of those go. <laughs> I'm like, what is a five, a three, or a two? Right. <laughs> what do these mean? It means that there's a special way they're supposed to be recycled that you should look up for your area and figure out like what day to recycle it on, how to recycle it properly. So it doesn't like you throw this cup in the recycle, you're like, oh, I'm a good person. But, but someone you're not. Had, no, like you're not. Someone like, has to sort through it. But you're not. You're you're not. didn't recycle Wait, it. Should Wait. I be putting like the fives together in a bag and the yes. three? And that's together. Why I'm it's so complicated because they have to like sort through it at like the recycling. Oh my god! I, I might not be been to recycle. They don't, so it's really difficult. Because even at when they have <sighs> the three trash cans with like compost, recycle, and land, mm-hmm. I'm always like. Huh? <laughs> Which oh, I, I look at the pictures. I don't want to mess up, so I'm like, okay, it's trash. That's what I do, because I'm always like, well, I get so confused. At Chipotle, they have that too. They're like landfill, like, yes. and I'm like, ah, but this is oil. Like, what do I put <laughs> I look at other people. It's oil and has food in it, so it's trash. Yeah, and also, like, you can't have any liquids or, like, food. I mean, people right. know that mostly, I feel like, but some people no, just, like, they don't. No, no, I don't know if they do. They I don't, don't think they do. See, people don't read. I know what I, the more the older I get, the more I realize people, people don't, don't read. Know. They don't read. Mm-mm. Even if you know how to read, people just don't read like basic <laughs> instructions. And they'll go to the internet to ask the question. I'm like, first of all, that's a question that you would like to keep between you and God. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you obviously bought the product. It comes with instructions. Like mm-hmm. you should have taken three seconds to read it versus like tell me something that. I didn't need to know you did not know how to do for yourself. I love going to the internet with my dumb questions. Help me. (laughs) Somebody tell me what I did wrong. (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I asked the internet <clears throat> some questions or to ask you, oh. and I'd actually liked a few. Sometimes I ask them to ask guests, and then I'm like, what? what? Why would we <laughs> ask that person that? But I did like a few of them that, Somebody okay. named Blame the Shooter, as in, like, a photographer. Oh, okay. I was like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at their page, and I was like, this name is... They asked, what is one fact that too many people don't know about you? Oh, my gosh. What is one fact that too many people don't know about me? Oh, that I was homeschooled. That's always a fact oh. that people are like, you're homeschooled, but you're not, like, weird. 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 <laughs> That's so bad to say, like, that there's that, like, stigma around homeschool people. Yeah. So I'm breaking barriers for homeschool whole, kids everywhere. Like, your whole, from, like, your whole kinder to literally previous um, to pageant life? Yeah, so I was homeschooled when I was younger, obviously, and then I was homeschooled. I was in school for a very short period of time from, like, second grade to fifth grade. And then after that, like, all of middle school, all of high school, homeschooled. So then my first experience, like, going to college, I hadn't been in a classroom, like, yeah. in so long. And then on top of that, I was studying, like, science. So I was like, oh, this is a lot. Like, I'm super, super But then you were hella smart and you killed it. Eventually. <laughs> I, I eventually, <laughs> but I had to, like, learn how to study and learn how to, like, train my Who brain to figure it out. So, crazy. so we did this program called Abeka Christian Academy. It's, like, this private homeschooling um, company oh, cool. or thing or whatever. It's for like missionary kids too that like mm-hmm. are all around the world with their parents and they need mm-hmm. like a structured education. So okay. it's kind of like Zoom school is how I explain it now that that's a more common term, which mm-hmm. is super weird to say. But yeah. you basically sit in on your laptop and it's a recorded video of someone in a classroom. Like it's there, you're hmm. watching all their questions and then writing answers down and you do it along with them and you have all the workbooks and stuff. And then you just send it in to like this grading people like in this manila package like confidential blah 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 and then they grade it for you and like insert all your grades and give you transcripts and stuff like that wow yeah so now that you've gone through homeschool and you've gone through college so like Mm -hmm. regular school have you ever thought about when you ever if you have kids or when you're gonna have kids what you would want to do with them yeah, but no. So my <laughs> so I really want them to go to school, but it's just so hard because like school seems so scary today. Like mm-hmm. I would not want to send my kids to like school. Like I honestly, yeah, I don't want my kids to ever have a phone. I just like I'm so scared to like do those things. So like part of me wants to like shelter them a little bit, mm-hmm. but I know that that's not healthy. So like. There's, like, With that the back and There's a balance. Yeah. And so I think, like, for me, like, I really want my kids to have, like, a really good education. Like, that's mm-hmm. super important. So I think, like, like I, I would prefer, like, if I have the money, hopefully, as a doctor one day, I'll be able <laughs> to send coming. them to, like, a private school, yeah. which, which I think would be really helpful. But private school kids are crazy, too. Hey, so hey, it's what like, are you private school kids? I'm a private yes. school kid. I'm not like, hey, what are you saying? <laughs> before like when I was yeah. in and then I went to private college too but like so I know like y'all we're crazy okay <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all we're crazy <laughs> so I don't know we'll see maybe a mixture of both I think definitely I want to take some time like to take off like when they're younger to yeah. like meet and impart my knowledge on them because that. that's so like that's such a val- like super important time of their lives and I don't want some random person like putting everything putting into bad ideas into my yeah. kid's head like at one they asked one know. more question that I liked 
is what is one thing that you would tell five-year-old Dyra? Oh my gosh. Aww. I thought that was so good. I know that is so good, sweet. right? I started thinking about five-year-old me. I'm like, what would I tell me? I don't even remember what I was doing at five, being a mess, probably. Yeah. I would, I don't even know. Or what about 14-year-old? 14-year-old started started. Oh my gosh. I, th- I would probably say to her, like, oh, this is like so sad. I don't know why I just thought like, that to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> I would say to 14 year old me, turn the f up. No, <laughs> not turn the f up. Loosen up and have fun. <laughs> Honestly, I would say, like, 14? Don't worry about what everyone else thinks. Like, yeah. just do you. Enjoy your life because I'm where you want to be right now, and it's worked out. Also, don't grow up too fast because yeah. I feel like I was always like, oh, I'm 14 now, but, oh, until when I'm 15 and when I'm 16. Like, mm-hmm. enjoy the moment. Yeah. Stop and slow down. I would have, like, told her not to build, like, some of those bad habits of, like, mm-hmm. rushing and being a people pleaser. Like, do you. Like, yes. do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no sometimes. Like, there's always someone else that can do that same job for you. Like, don't worry. And just to, yeah, like... Don't be friends with that one girl. And that's it. I love that. As I tell her. Can you tell us more about Stay Gorgeous Girls? Yes. Yes. So Stay Gorgeous Girls, I was, I touched on it a little bit when we talked about, um, like, what the message I wanted to share Mm -hmm. when I was traveling with the national pageant. And so it's a nonprofit that I started in 2015 and I started it because again like I realized that there were so many girls that didn't have self-confidence even at 14 even younger Mm -hmm. like I knew what it meant to be like a pretty girl with like a good personality and like Mm -hmm. all these things that you think are so important and so I was super insecure like really really insecure because I had not great friends and like when I was before I became homeschooled um I was kind of bullied, and then I became a bully, Aww. too, because I thought that's what I needed to do to, like, mm-hmm. fit in with those girls. Right. To survive. No, yeah, literally. literally. And crazy. so it kind of, like, crushed my self-confidence in the sense is a weird way because it's, like, I felt like a mean girl. I felt like mm-hmm. not a nice person. I felt, like, really insecure that I didn't have the ability to make quality friends. And I was like, well, why can't I make quality friends? Oh, because you're right. not a quality person. Mm-hmm. And so that was really difficult for me to kind of deal with. And, like, through just working with my grandmother and like we would sit on the phone and kind of have like these meetings where we would talk about what are your core values like what's important to you like what kind of person do you want to be and it's like I want to be consistent I want to be determined I want to be genuine and I want to be confident like that's so important and so when I was able to like pour myself into activities and hobbies that helped build my confidence or you know have those moments with my family and make friends that encouraged me and finally find like my footing I was like hey I need to like share this with other people because this is so so important important. and I started Stay Gorgeous Girls and um I just I wanted to share that message to everyone and so I was able to get it with my family and my mom like there's so many people that help with this organization Mm -hmm. like it's not me like I do not do it by myself but basically we have these events where that we hold that we've held in Florida a lot where the girls come to the events and we have lots of sponsors now like it's grown so much where we're able to have them come and go to breakout classes about different Mm -hmm. things so it's about the whole self so you have you know a fitness class where you learn to like you know workouts you can do 
that are fun, like dancing classes. Because, like, as a kid, no one likes to work out. But it's super important to, like, be active. Like, yeah, encourage right, kids stay. to do those things. We have a nutrition, like, a dietitian come. She talks about he- healthy eating. We have, like, a therapist come. She talks about mental health or how to make mm-hmm. friends. We even have the people come to talk about uncomfortable things. Like, why is my body changing weird? Like, what's going on? Right. Like, mm-hmm. And we have people to kind of touch on all these areas. Like, how to make good friends. Like, what to do in situations like that. So the girls can pick what classes they want to go to. And obviously, oh, some of them okay. are separated by age because, like, we're not going to have, like, right. a seven-year-old in the class about, like, puberty. Like, right. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. um, but to be honest, nowadays, the seven-year-olds are going through puberty. It's, it's the it's, milk. It's crazy. No, it's the milk. I swear. It's crazy. It is insane. Like, kids are growing up, like, so yes. quickly. I was like, why are you so cute at, like, 12 years old? Like, you looked like how I looked right. when I was 20. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Literally. Like, I really don't get it. Um, but so they're able to pick what classes they want to do. And then I kind of have, like, the auditorium and talk to the girls um, after and then once that's over once they do the classes we do the outside like you want to feel beautiful on the outside too so mm-hmm. we have like you have the students that are training for hair and makeup come and they get their hair and makeup oh, cool. done Love we have it. sponsors that give out dresses we have like thousands okay, and thousands of you, prom dresses do you guys do this in California is we're it gonna, only in Florida we're gonna try is, no we're gonna try and start but it's so it's so difficult in California okay. people are a little more closed off with like mm, wanting with helping, to help you yeah. stuff like in Florida people are like people think Florida is crazy but I swear to you the quality of people in Florida a lot of them are just like so giving and so sweet and I know that that's here too but there's but so many to find. people that are like trying to do so many things yes. here yeah. that it's a lot so it's a little bit more saturated yeah mm-hmm. it's it's way more saturated so it's like trying to find people to like kind of do that here has been more difficult but we are working on it I kind of like took a step away from like working so intensely with Stay Gorgeous Girls and my mom like really did everything my mom my sister my grandma like all, all the whole team let's just give a team. shout out to your family no team, literally they're so amazing lot. thank yeah. you mom right. <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna watch this later and she's gonna be like you better tell them that I help you <laughs> no. it's me no, no it's but literally just... my mom because there was a time where I was super overwhelmed and I was like I don't want to do it like I don't think I could do it like I'm so busy with school like, I don't think yeah. I can do it. My mom was like, well, fine, blah, blah, blah. My grandma was like, well, no, like, don't do that. Like, you need, my grandma's like the voice of reason always. I She's like, that. you need to, like, just figure out your priorities and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And so I took a step back and they were able to, like, take it over, like, while I was not, like, you know, in the capacity to, your like, mom, your mental mom was in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so mom and Nana. <laughs> now I'm trying to, like, get back into, like, more of a busy, like, a busy Love role it. within mm-hmm. it because I have way more free time now just waiting to hear back from medical schools and stuff like that. So I'm excited for medical school. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, what do you want to study within medicine? Or? So I want to do either pediatric surgery or OBGYN, like women's health. Oh. And we need you. Yes, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> like, we like, need we can you. Like, we just have these chats while I'm giving you, like, a little pap smear <laughs> Like, like, whatever. Whatever. I love that. What did you study in at Biola? Biola, yeah. Um, biological sciences with an okay. emphasis in pre-medical studies. I don't know why it says that, but yeah, that's, that's cool. what I studied. It's fun. I love it. That it was good. a lot. It was really fun. I miss it already. Like I miss school. I miss studying. Like do you? I do. I have a question, oh, but it's okay. back on pageant life. <laughs> okay, love it. I wrote it down and I forgot because it's on a whole other side of my phone. But okay. um, I'm trying to figure out how exactly to ask it. But being black, mm-hmm. you're black. Mm-hmm. We're good with that? Okay. Yes. <laughs> you're black. Make it short. I right. think so. I didn't want her to be like, so. actually, so. I'm white. You can't tell? No. I'm half white, but still but black. Yes. I'm black. You look like black. <laughs> no, exactly. So being black and doing pageants, mm-hmm. did you ever face adversity with mm. in the way you look? Yeah. I mean... Really, no. I I don't think that I've ever felt 
like that my race played into anything with pageants. Sometimes I have heard though, like, oh, well, they picked like certain girls like based on diversity choices. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because last year it was like all white girls, and now this year like they need to have like you know like mm-hmm. people have those conversations, and I'm like okay, but like it still is like the best girls. Like whoever is the best right. girl like whatever. is the best girl. Best right. Period. <laughs> um, but so and I never really it never really played into anything else though. Like it was never an issue like none of like I've never experienced discrimination within pageantry um which is really actually nice I think that a lot of women are like women supporting women in pageants a lot more now Mm -hmm. um no matter like what it is like what you know whatever your disability or your you know race skin color anything like that like religion like all of those things are kind of like you like leave it almost at the door when you come in but like Mm -hmm. everyone celebrates it still Mm -hmm. you know like it's a weird Mm -hmm. kind of thing it doesn't separate you it doesn't separate you you guys are all here what about when you went to biola Oh, well, I always heard it's a predominantly white school. Yeah, Yeah. because we went to Shannon and I went to a Christian high school together growing up in Pasadena. Uh And a lot of it's a it's like a feeder school. It's a feeder school. It's either Biola Biola. or um, I know the other one. Not Chapman, but um, Azusa Pacific. Yeah, Yeah, Azusa Pacific. And a lot of the people (laughs) from our school would go to Biola. But Mm -hmm. I would always hear from people at Biola who basically told me like, you don't want to go there because... Yeah. I mean, so this is actually a difficult... This is an interesting topic because I was the president of the Black Student Union at Biola when okay, I was wow. there. And it was, like, <clears throat> non-existent, basically, before. Mm-hmm. There was, like, people that kind of started it, but we were all, like... We are all black on campus. Like, all the black students, like, we yes. weren't all black, but I'm saying, like, all the black students on campus were kind of, like... Yeah. I see like, you. Yeah, but, like, and it was weird, and I was like, why aren't we, like, together? Like, why aren't we, like, like, why aren't, yeah, like, we were scattered, but, like, it, we acknowledged it, but, like, I was getting Mm. so used to just fully sitting in a classroom, like, not seeing anyone else that looked like me. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, like... Yeah, I'm this definitely is what it the is. only black, it's especially within science major. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. there was three girls. It was like your professor could be talking about like my friend Sabrina, Alisa, or me, and like that was it. There was like three black girls that are like in the science field that were like at the time in my class, and so that was interesting. There was some weird stuff that happened with like mm-hmm. when we had Black History Month. We put up like these posters of like influential um, black people mm-hmm. and like quotes by them and like why we liked them, whatever. And someone like defaced one of them wow. and like wrote some like terrible things on it. Um, at a Christian school. At a Christian school. I mean, that's a thing. Like, that's it's, very, yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you never know. I mean, yeah. overall, I will say, like, disclaimer I love Biola. I love the school. I love like the people there, the connections I've made, like everything. Like, I met my boyfriend there, my best friends there. Like, you it's had a, a good it's, experience. I had a great experience, but mm-hmm. I do acknowledge that like there were a lot of things with diversity and like, like, a lot that they need to, like, work on to, like, better themselves, mm-hmm. which was amazing that I was able to kind of, like, help with some of that. Yeah. Like, the president mm-hmm. of the school, after that incident happened, sat down with us and, like, the president of, like, diversity or whatever the department's called. Like, they sat down with the whole Black Student Union mm-hmm. and kind of were like, what, like, what should we kind of... How should we adjust in the future to, like, not let this happen? Or, like, what can we integrate more to, like, make it a more comfortable, like, space or Mm -hmm. whatever? Because 
I think what it is is like people just get so uncomfortable talking about race, especially with a school full of white people. Like they just don't know. Right. They're like, oh, uh, like the like what the do I say? Like, not always like, there. The one, like yeah, yeah, like oh, and I'm like oh, like even when you ask like like my white friends, sometimes I'm like, okay, like what does she look like? And they're like, oh, well, she's curly hair, and I'm like, <laughs> she's very tan. <laughs> she's like a little darker. But like I'm like, so she's black. They're like, oh, well, I was gonna say that, but I'm like, just yeah. say it. Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's crazy how it could be such an elephant in the room at times. What it's like, I'm like it's just so say what it is. Yeah. Like, like, just normalize it. And I think that's what my role was. Like that's why I invited a lot of white people to our BSA events because mm-hmm. I was like, you need to come here. You need to learn, to learn. about the culture, mm-hmm. appreciate it, enjoy it. Like feel comfortable asking weird questions. Like yeah. you yes. can ask uncomfortable questions in this space, like and learn about it and understand. And so that's kind of like what our goal was to do, to kind of not make it so awkward, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. to learn. And I appreciated the people that came to, like, that were curious. And, like, mm-hmm. I, like, helped them break out of that uncomfortable, shell, like, yeah. shell to ask about it. Yeah, you talk know? to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest yeah. thing is that sometimes people do feel uncomfortable to ask some of the yeah. uncomfortable questions. questions. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we receive it better when it's just asked. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather like, than, like, someone who's just, like, n- trying not to look at you, and it's like, just look at me. Just, yeah. like, say what you have to say. I'm yeah. not going to be offended if you just, if we can have if a conversation. Have, I agree. Yeah, I'm, I, agree. I feel that. I feel that. I really, well, yeah. really, really want to make this non-judgment form and like little conversations or moments like this just like remind me where it's like it's a place to have an open conversation you can ask a question to Mm -hmm. anyone any race creed religion heritage whatever and it's not from an offensive standpoint but just like (laughs) pure like trying to understand Mm because I was the only black girl in my class fourth through twelfth grade and for a lot of people I was the only person of color that like not the only but within our school or outside of school, they Mm. don't have these interactions. They're at the country club. They're doing sports with their other thing. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, this, there weren't always black women or girls in these environments. So it's, you have to, I like that you said you would invite them as well. Because we have to also like, it's a two-way street. Like the bridge has to go both ways where it's like, okay, you may not understand. You may not interact with people like me, but like, let me give you the opportunity and let yeah. me invite you to like come into our space and learn. Mm-hmm. I lo- and it's, I've seen it. Sorry. sorry. No, like, you go. You go. Both ways where it's like, I know black people have a hard time speaking to white people because they're just like, I don't, I haven't been around white people. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't been around white people? Like, where are you from? Yeah. I'm like, where are the black people at? <laughs> and they're like, I went to a school and there'd be maybe be like four white people in my school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So yeah. it, it, goes it goes both, both ways. ways. So it's, you have to sometimes come out of your yourself mm-hmm. or your zone or what other people tell you yeah. and be like, oh, don't tell them or don't answer or they're still being racist. It doesn't matter. Like That's so it's, true. You still have to – you can make that moment something – you can make that moment different than, um, you know, what others yeah. want to tell you or think. So kudos to yeah. you. I like yeah, that. I like that you said, though, about, like, it's everyone's different experiences because like at Biola we talked to a girl that was like well this is the most diversity I've ever been around and I was like girl what do you mean this school is like 90% white and she's like no but this is the most diversity I've been around and I'm like you have to realize like you have to give people grace like they don't really know sometimes about those things so like taking back and not automatically assuming that someone's trying to like 
Mm-hmm. Offend you, you. like yeah. people walk around like waiting to be offended by something. It's I crazy. feel like, and it's really just like it shouldn't be like that. Like yeah. you need to give other people grace and like acknowledge their curiosity and like answer their questions in a loving way because then that's gonna set such a good example mm. for like the future when they meet another person. Like that experience mm-hmm. is gonna be in the back of their head too. Oh so God, yeah, it doesn't yeah. hurt to be nice to somebody. No, no for it sure. doesn't. No. So <laughs> the way that we end our <laughs> podcast every week is that you can either share advice of like any topic in the world, or you can share your WTF moment of your week. Okay. Um, you don't have to go first. Someone else can go first. That's okay, not yeah, me, someone else. That's not I, me. I didn't think about mine either. <laughs> I didn't know, so I don't know. I need to think of something. You can think about it. You can go On last. The spot. You have one? Um, it's a little piece of advice to myself that I've been trying to like follow. Okay. Um, just bringing more balance in between like parenting and like me time. Um, Last, you know, the last, since I came back home. So I, I was living in D.C. last year, and then I came mm-hmm. back home abruptly, and I just, my life from then was like, I got to flip my around and, like, get all my stuff together. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm finally <laughs> at a place. I'm almost at my one-year mark, <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I can now start to do for me more because, um, you know, certain things that I needed to either reconfigure or figure out or get in place or what am I doing, mm-hmm. um, are now there. Um, so now, I'm, yeah, just balancing. So, yeah, within that, my advice is to just, yeah, make sure that you make time for yourself as a parent. The other day I was looking at my skin, and I wanted to cry in the mirror because oh, no. I usually, like, was, was so on my skincare routine. And the last, like, two months, I feel like I've been neglecting myself. Your skin looks so good. So, Glowing. Like, it's literally, like, perfect. no. It and, and it's it's and that's the other thing. This is when I have to like <laughs> no. I, no. I, like, okay. I have like blemish. No, like, I, like, I think your skin looks good. Right. If you're no, but bad, it's, I, maybe body. it's like, not the way how it looks, but it's like how I feel. feel. I know like, exactly. Where what it's you like mean. okay, it may still look okay to other people, but, but it's just feel. like the time that I'm taking to actually physically pour into myself. So. Mm-hmm. um Thank you, God, for allowing me to pour into myself more. And just, yeah, mm-hmm. to all the other parents, non-parents, just people in general, make sure that you take time to pour into yourself. So, yeah. I like that. Um, I have a WTF. This is very short. My WTF is my son's going to be eight <gasps> in a couple oh, weeks. And it's weeks. blowing my mind. He's just getting older. And it's just wild to me that I have an eight-year-old. What are you going to do? What does he want to do? He wants to throw a huge birthday party. <laughs> he wants all these things. Um, he literally cried the other night because we're going to Utah like a couple weeks after his birthday. So Love that's it. basically his birthday present. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Utah? Utah's beautiful. Um, no, we're going to hockey tournament. So oh, like he's fun. getting a whole bunch of new gear and all this stuff. Yeah. So that's you're like that's your birthday. Yeah. yeah. And we can make that fun and happy or whatever. But he cried and he's like, Everybody's having these amazing birthdays, Aww. mom. So I'm doing my best to put like a little thing for him, like to get him his Oreo um Oreo ice cream cake he wants. Yum. And yeah. And happy birthday, we love you. But it's just... <laughs> he won't remember his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> he won't remember. When he's like an adult, he won't. I'm like, I'm like eight, 
I you want know, him to remember this birthday so I can right. go back to this episode and be like, Pardon? Oh, but remember this? Remember that? It just blows my mind that he's turning eight and. He has just, he keeps surprising me. Like, this year, I feel like last year he was, like, a little more closed off, still trying to figure out himself. But this year he has just keeps blowing my mind of, like, who he's becoming Mm -hmm. and, like, speaking up, telling me these things, expressing himself. So my journey with him has just been blowing my mind these last couple of, like, months. And Mm -hmm. it's just... It blows my mind. So oh, that's, that's, that's my WTF. WTF. That is a good one. My little, um, my little man. My I was really just sitting here trying to think about some like intellectual advice to give, but <laughs> I don't have any. Um, my <laughs> I'm WTF sure you do. Is, <laughs> last night I was laying in Ryder's bed trying to put her to sleep, and Ace came and got in the bed with us because he didn't want his dad to put him to sleep. <laughs> And Ace has figured out that if he coughs hard enough, stop it. He can vomit. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I hate at it. one point I hate it for you. <laughs> I was laying there and I'm like, this little f- is doing it. I'm like, you're about to do it, aren't you? And he was like, eh, eh, and then he like set up and was like, ah. does he throw up on you? Yes. <gasps> So he threw up a little a little on me, but I caught it. I knew it was coming, so I caught it with my hand. Was he oh, laughing? Such a mom. Yes, he was laughing. He he does it because he thinks it's funny. Like he's realized like Ew. this is in his head. This no, is funny. No gagging, just literally. No, like... he coughs so hard that oh he God. gets it. Yeah, I'm about it. to throw up. So now like I feel it I'm coming. in the bed. There's a little vomit on me. It's the, dark. There's full vomit in my hand, and I'm screaming at Zach. Zach, Zach, and he's like. What? And I'm like, help me! And then he's like, why are you yelling at me? All calm. All men are so There's like. There's no that. in my hand. What? Well, why are you yelling? You didn't have to yell at me. Like you didn't have to yell at me. I didn't know, Cheyenne. I, I'm like, <laughs> why I'm screaming? I'm, I'm trying, trying to picture this. Were the lights on or off? The lights were off. So, so you just he, had a little hatch yes, light glow. <laughs> yes, I had the hatch light glow. So then he comes in and like cleans me up, cleans up Ace and stuff, and then he's like. Okay, so you want to come with me? I'm like, if you don't take this thing, snatch him up. Take him and go. I just got puked on. That's what he thinks. thought it was so funny. So we get it all cleaned up, whatever. We lay back down, and then I swear on everything. It's like everyone was calm again. I was like trying to breathe. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> and then like, I swear, Ace was laying there and then was like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I got up. I got him and said, Peace out. I'm out of here. He said, No up on your bed. No up on Ryder on the bed. I'm out of here. I, I'm leaving. Was he, Ryder awake or asleep during this? She was like half asleep, half awake, but she just kept looking like, Why is he doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Little kids do the weirdest things. Oh, I hate it. I hate that he so has never realized that if he coughs hard enough, he can make himself Who throw taught up? him that? How did I, he I don't know that. Parker never went through a I'm gagging myself phase. <laughs> Boz had one. I think so. It's great. Yeah, he figured out if he like. It's a great phase to pass. <laughs> I don't think I had that. You don't need it. I didn't. I don't think I had that. Yeah. You don't need <laughs> it. I don't no. think I had that. There's either. vomit in multiple towels right now in my house oh as my well. Gosh. Came this morning and said, "Who was sick last?"
last night and I said, nobody, it's just Nobody's eight. Just you're, you're, it's you're it's a your buddy. It's your, your buddy. It's your friend. <laughs> your buddy. That's your up. That is friend. your friend. <laughs> Act right. <sighs> Look, no, literally. All right, you can close this off. Um, okay, I feel like I'll do advice because, like, that's the only, I can't, I mean, I spilled some cheese on the floor the other day. Like, that's not really, like. Um, cheese? Yeah, it was what a hot mess, cheese? though. Was it, was it like, shredded? I was making Look at turkey was it hot? meatballs. Right. No, I was making turkey meatballs, and, like, I put okay. Parmesan cheese in them, and I was taking Ooh. it out of the fridge. You know how people are lazy sometimes, and they don't put <laughs> things in the fridge yes. back, right? So the lids are half on. So mm-hmm. I pulled it out, like, swinging. Like, I'm fully rushing mode. And the cheese just went, like, li- Parmesan cheese. It was grated. So it was, like, Ooh. all over the counter, all over oh, me, no. all over the floor. And then, like, to top it all off, like, the wood in the floor has, like, <gasps> oh, like in it. Crevices. And best believe the cheese was, like, stuck <laughs> to it. And then, you know, when you step on, like, cheese, like, it was, like, melting. It like, it compressed. And, and I was trying Ooh. to vacuum it up. It wasn't working. Like, the dogs <laughs> were trying to, like, eat it. And I was, was going like, to say, is there a pet in the house? No. Yeah, and this was at work, so. Oh. <laughs> oh, this, this is when you raised it, you nanny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> No, but my piece of advice, like, actually, is um, to just, like, enjoy the moment in my life right now where I don't have school. I don't have, like, any pressing obligations to, like, slow down and, like, enjoy being able to spend time with my friends, like, being able to do the things that I love and not, like, rushing. I feel like I'm a very, like, rush person. Um, But also, like, only within that, like, only saying yes to the things that I really Mm want to do because I realize right now, like, Time is going by so fast, and life is like just so short, really. Like, it is. Like, in my lifespan, I feel like it's just shortening by, like, each semester of school that I do. And so, like, I need to just be able to slow down, enjoy, and say yes to the things that I want to do only, you know? And not in a I selfish like way. Like, just, like, in a prioritizing, like, the things that I enjoy because I'm going to be able to look back on those moments, like, when I'm dying in school in next semester (laughs) next fall that like okay these are the moments that like you lived for like these are the moments that like were exciting and important so like to do that so that's my advice so people do that do that too (laughs) you guys do that do that that. that. that was good I think you're at a great age to enjoy what life Mm -hmm. has to give you and it kind of seems from the pageant life I know it's like enjoyable and it's pageant but it's also been like a job Like a full-time job that has affected you, your family, like... Mm-hmm. So I pray that you enjoy this free time. Thank you. I pray that you get into the medical school that you would that you like. Love, yeah. Yes. And then hopefully one day we'll either be bringing your kids to you or uh, opening yep. them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. Dead. I'll be like, oh, so nice to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> so how? Well, I'm just gonna stick right here. It's gonna be really quick. That's no, so but funny. either way, you have a great personality, Thank and you. you come across very warm and enduring. Thank you so, so it's much. like. Whichever field you decide to yeah, branch good. off into, they will be very you. blessed and fortunate to have you in it. Thank so you. I appreciate yeah. that. Where can everybody better. find you at? Like on, on, on Instagram? Are you on oh. Instagram? <laughs> you said at home. You're like, hmm, I don't know if I want them to find me. I'm going to go to the gym after this. Like, I don't know. Oh, on social media. Yes. Um, my Instagram handle is 
Jaira Gary. It's just J-I-R-E-H-G-E-R-R-Y. And then my pageant is Miss Earth USA Water. And then Stay Gorgeous, is there a- Stay Gorgeous Girls is literally just at Stay Gorgeous Girls. Okay. I think Florida or Stay Gorgeous Girls. I think it's honestly, I think we got our own tag. I think it's just Stay Gorgeous Girls. Oh, wait, great. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys can find us on Think Loud Crew on Instagram mm-hmm. and on YouTube. And you can download our podcast on any podcast platform. And you can follow me at Shy Not Shy. You can follow me at R. Kyle Lynn. And you can follow me at A Hair by Shannon C. And as always, guys, have a beautiful week. And do not forget to tell your crew about, about our crew. crew. We should have had you sing it, man. Oh, well, my God. Oh, wait. And we got to <laughs> tell everybody. Sing you you, you should have sang the ending. Not only that. <laughs>